Hello and Happy New Year. Welcome to the Take Care Tips podcast, where we are kicking things off with a theme that I'm sure will light up your days. It's all about happiness. Hello, hello. I'm your host and founder of Take Care Tips, Jennifer Antkoviak. And in Take Care Tips, what we do is provide you with simple self-care solutions. We help you break through barriers so you can take care of yourself while taking care of others. Prioritizing our self-care is so important, especially in these days. And so that's what we help you to do with a website, a podcast, a blog, a members club, a variety of resources. I hope you check it all out at TakeCareTips.com. Now for the podcast, though, today's episode is all about setting the stage for a happy new year. Emphasis on happy. As we step into 2024, let's dive into the theme of spreading happiness and trying to keep the joy alive throughout these coming months. These coming months are a little tricky, right? It's um, colder, it gets darker earlier still, and so a lot of us struggle with trying to keep a positive mood. A happy mind is a healthy mind, and supporting our mood is really an essential part of self-care. And so this year, what we want to do is make an intentional effort to prioritize our mental health and well-being, and we want to work to create a positive atmosphere that is good for ourselves and good for others, because when we feel this way, we're able to radiate happiness and our world needs more of that. So I'm excited that you're here with me today to listen to this uh, information and I hope that you really take it to heart and we can work on this together this month and throughout the year on the podcast. And we also have a free private Facebook group, Take Care Tips Community. You're welcome to join us there. We continue the conversation there as well. So why is our mood Supporting our mood, very important for self-care. Taking care of our mental health is really just as vital, if not more so, as taking care of our physical health. We know that when we don't feel good mentally, it can manifest into physical issues, right? A positive mindset can contribute to better overall well-being, increased resilience, so we're able to bounce back from hardships, from challenges in an easier, stronger way, and really a more fulfilling life overall. By choosing, making the choice to focus on happiness, what we're doing is empowering ourselves to move through all of the challenges of life with a more positive outlook. That's huge. So you might be thinking, so then what can I do to make this happen in my world, because staying happy and positive all the time is a little challenging when I have to fill in the blank. All the things, all the people you have to take care of, all the stuff, all the challenges, the difficulties, the struggles that you face on a daily basis. It wouldn't be normal for us to be happy and upbeat all the time, but building a positive mindset does allow us to stay more positive, even in the midst of those kinds of challenges. It's like we're able to put our glasses on and see things through a different lens. When we get ourselves into this flow, what happens is we're able to see even challenges 
as something to be grateful for because we learn something from them. It makes us stronger, right? It teaches us strength. It teaches us patience. It teaches us perseverance. And so even through the hardships, we're able to find some good, something that we can take from it to move forward in a positive way. There was a study um, that was so cool, and it was in the news recently. I don't know if you've read it or if you've heard of it, but it, it comes out of Harvard. And it's the longest study that was ever done on human happiness. It went for 85 years. <laughs> um, you know, it changed hands throughout the years of this study. But what they did was they traced people from all over the place. And they looked at what could they glean from these lives that would help us to know what really leads to health and fulfillment over a lifetime. How cool is that, right? The, the guy um, who was the director of this wrote a book on it. It's called, um, well, the book, let me think of what the book is called, but his podcast is Anxiety at Work. And there it is. The book is called The Good Life. Uh, his name is Dr. Robert Waldinger. And um, it's it's got such cool information about what we can take from this 85 years of research. And guess what the number one insight is? The number one insight from this Harvard study shows that close relationships and social connections are the biggest things that we need to take care of to help our well-being, especially as we age. This study found that people who have supportive and nurturing relationships, they do much better because really what that does is it acts as a buffer against life stresses and it protects the individual's overall health. So think about that, right? Nobody wants to go through life alone. I don't think God made us to go through things alone or feeling lonely. We know that throughout the pandemic and post-pandemic, people report feelings of loneliness. Some of the people in this study, um, 40% actually of the participants in that Harvard study said that they feel lonely. And so this study recommends that we all need to pay attention to something that it calls social fitness. So we've got physical fitness, we've got our mental fit fitness, right? And now this is social fitness. And so this is all about working to be very proactive in seeking community, in making friendships, in maintaining friendships, in building relationships, repairing relationships, so that we can go through life with other human beings. I loved that as a secret, <laughs> as a tip to how to age better, how to age healthier, how to age happier, have a long, healthy, happy life, relationships. So in our Take 10 with Jen for this week's podcast, uh, Take 10 with Jen tip, these are little 10-minute wellness breaks that you can take to take care of yourself. I want to talk about something that we can do to take action on some of this study. And so 
what we can do is really think about a few things on how we can improve the relationships we have. And really, you can take as much or as little time as you want on this, but 10 minutes is a nice chunk of time to be able to ask yourself these kinds of questions. So what we want to do is maybe you even want to journal about this for 10 minutes, or at least just sit in a quiet, comfortable place and reflect on these questions. Ask yourself, who are the people who bring the most positivity to my life? Who are the people who support me the most? Are you blessed to have those cheerleaders in life? You know, who do you have that you know when you're having a really down day, you can pick up the phone and call that person or text that person and they're going to send you a smile and you're going to feel better. So as you're thinking about that person or those people, really take a nice deep breath in and let it out and think about how much gratitude you feel for that person. We've talked on this podcast before about the power of gratitude and its ability to shift our mindset so quickly and effectively. It's a great tool. So think about that somebody special and silently express your gratitude for them, for their presence in your life. Allow yourself to feel that. And then also think about how can you schedule some time to connect with loved ones? Maybe it's going out for coffee or tea. Maybe it's just a phone call or a virtual hangout in some way. But actually put that on your calendar. It's hard to to not let life (laughs) sweep you away, right? And we, we tend to lose those relationships, especially maybe if we're in a caregiving situation. We're in a very busy family situation or work situation. Those relationships with friends suffer. So schedule some quality time. And then when you are with them, think about being present. So when you are with these people that you love, you know, put the phone away, get the distractions away and sit and look eye to eye with them. Or if you're on the phone, not on a FaceTime um, you know, sit and really listen to what they're saying. Don't don't try to um, just think about what are you going to say next. A lot of times that that's what we do. Put yourself in that moment where you can think about their words and their impact, and you know, let that settle before you respond. That's active listening, and we can deepen our connections by being active listeners. We've kind of lost that art. Lately in life, younger generations have lost that art in a lot of ways, it's said. It allows us really to understand other human beings. So try to block that urge to respond immediately when you're having conversations. Let the other person fully express themselves, and then you can contribute your thoughts. And don't be afraid to share your feelings. I think a lot of times we're afraid uh, to allow ourselves to be vulnerable because when we are vulnerable, we know that that is a way uh, that we get closer to somebody. And sometimes, you know, we're, we're just afraid of those relationships. And so try to release your fear of being judged. Try to open up your heart to trust. 
Try to open up your heart to allow people into your world, into your emotional world. And you'll be able to see the benefits from that. You know, um, five years ago now, I had a pretty scary diagnosis. And um, I have, I'm blessed with a big social media following. I'm blessed with a beautiful big family and friends. And I really kept that diagnosis very tight to myself. I did not talk about it in any of my social media groups. I didn't share it um, until after the surgery and after I was on the road to recovery. And people were very nice, very beautiful when I did share it. But something stuck with me. A woman uh, commented on a video that I posted about the journey. And she said, you know, I'm so glad that everything's good and that you're doing well. But she said, I wish that you would have said something because we would have prayed for you. And that really hit me. You know, I guess in my mind, I wanted to spare people another burden on their plate. I didn't want to put any news on anybody's plate. I know everybody's got a lot. And so my mindset at the time, I remember, was to protect people. But I realized that when we do that, um, we, we really rob people of the opportunity to connect with you, to show you some love and some kindness and support and offer some prayers. And as humans, that is what we want to do for each other. Right. And so that's important. The sharing your feelings, not being afraid of judgment, opening your heart to people. Okay. Letting them into your emotional world, giving them the opportunity to provide support. When conflicts pop up in relationships, or maybe they already have and your relationships are strained. Understand that conflicts are a natural part of relationships. We are all different. We've all been given a whole set of different things, different beliefs, different likes and dislikes. So that's a beautiful part of this planet, all of our differences, right? We're not totally in step with any other person. So there are going to be some disagreements on things. Sometimes they're little, sometimes they're huge. And you know what makes even a little one grow bigger and bigger and bigger? When you let it fester, when you don't talk about it. So if you have conflicts, revisit them. Approach them with an open heart and with a real desire to want to resolve it, right? That should be your mindset. And I think when you approach another person in that way, that reflects back to them and it it allows that conflict to kind of melt away even if it's not in the first conversation right maybe it takes a little longer but maintaining that mindset and that approach i think really goes a long long way and then choose to be positive in your interactions there is a lot of negativity out there right, in our circles. And sometimes it's hard to kind of set your boundaries and your barriers. Um, but when you create kind of a bubble around you where it's good to laugh, it's good to be joyful, it's good to love, 
Um, it's good to be kind. Uh, and you fully and freely express your love for the people who contribute to the happiness around you. That filters out to people too. That's this idea of radiating happiness and building happiness in your lives, right? And you know what else too? I want to tell you a little business note here. If you want to explore more ways to build and develop happiness in your life and self-care in general, I'd love for you to check out our Restore 2024 three-day online workshop event. It's coming up soon, January 16th to the 18th. All of the information is at TakeCareTips.com. There's still time for you to register, and it's really going to be a great way to kickstart a year of connecting with yourself and others and focusing on what you want to do, what you need to do to really feel like you're living your best life. So I'd love to have you there with us. Thanks so much for listening as we set the stage for a happy new year. Remember that each day really is a new opportunity to focus on happiness and build a mindset that uplifts us. We'll keep the conversation going in that Take Care Tips community Facebook group. Love to see you there. And until next time, take care. Hope you stay happy and be well.